Yes, it's episode number 53 of the Divorce Resource Guy podcast. Ask yourself, when was the last time you tried something new, and how did it go? Let me tell you why you should do it again. Welcome to the Divorce Resource Guy podcast with Jason Lavoie, a.k.a. the Divorce Resource Guy, a former divorce attorney turned divorce coach, talking about all things divorce, including the good, bad, and the ugly from an attorney's point of view. Remember, you're not alone. And now, your host... Jason Lavoy. Welcome to another episode of the Divorce Resource Guy podcast. I'm your host, Jason Lavoy, aka the Divorce Resource Guy, and I'm glad you're here. Now, today's guest expert is Anne Bernard. Anne is the master of first times, and she's the creator of hashtag 363 First Challenge. She's the host of the 363 First Podcast. She's a storyteller who has told over 100 first-time stories and provides first-time storytelling coaching. She's a serial entrepreneur, a world traveler, lover of the outdoors, and served in the Marine Corps for 24 years. So she doesn't fool around. Right? She hung up her uniform, though, as a lieutenant colonel and is proud to speak to us today about why it's so important to do something for the first time. So without further ado, let me introduce to you Anne Bernard. And welcome to the show. I'm excited to have you on. Thank you for having me, Jason. Same here. Happy to get into this conversation. Yeah, it's going to be a good one, I'm sure, um, because it has to do with, you know, coming out the other end, so to speak, uh, and finding the new you. Um, but before we, before we get into the weeds and that, let's tell everybody a little bit about yourself um, in case they're not too familiar with you, a little bit about your background, how you got to this point. That type of thing. Yeah, okay. So I go by the massive first time. So that's a self-appointed title. <laughs> <laughs> but it comes from the fact that for the last eight years, I have been on a journey of first time and new experiences. And I found myself on this journey after hitting my rock bottom. And that happened after multiple failures in business. And then what really broke the camel's back was a relationship failure. And so I found myself on my knees and telling God, okay, clearly, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I'm screwing this up and I, I need help. I, I don't know where to turn because I had been doing everything that everyone says you're supposed to do to be successful. And that's to be ambitious, to be driven, to be fearless, and to just go after you know, your passion and your dreams without hesitation. And that, that was me. I went full board and multiple businesses and failures, learning, getting back up. But there's a darkness that was still building inside of me based off all of that. But it is when the relationship ended that really, because it's like, can't be successful in business, can't be successful, you know, in love. And the relationship with my family didn't exist. So I, I, w I just, there was just, everywhere I turned around, I was screwing things up. And God, I'm not laughing at that, by the way. Yeah, I, well, I, I can appreciate it. it. Yeah. Um, so I did. I, I turned my life over to God, and He brought me back to the Marine Corps. So I guess I kind of skipped that. But I so I started out 17, joined the Marine Corps. 18, I was turned 18 in boot camp, and did active duty for 10 years and then the entrepreneurial thing. And then after three years of that and going completely broke and hitting rock bottom, I found myself back in the Marine Corps 
going overseas, going to Germany. And I just found myself on this incredible journey of being in new countries and decided to try new things. And that changed my relationship with life. Everything just shifted in me. And I, I grew to appreciate what life had to offer. So instead of chasing after things and forgetting to live, I made living my priority. And that yeah, it's been a beautiful journey since. And when it was time to decide, okay, what's next? As I was closing the chapter down on, on the Marine Corps, and I knew it was it'd been 10 years since I had claimed the title entrepreneur. So I was ready to reclaim the title and get back into the entrepreneurial game. <laughs> it's it's it nothing, is a game. Nothing is harder, you know. I, 24 years in the Marine Corps, you know, as a woman made to the rank of lieutenant colonel, been in combat, nothing is harder than being an entrepreneur. Like that's <laughs> where you really grind your teeth and you get to see what you're you're made of. So I'm I'm you know, I'm, I'm back at it. That makes Thank me feel that makes me feel a little uh a little good as an entrepreneur myself um, that, you know, you have to be tough, right, to, to do it. But you skipped over. That was not a minor detail that you were in the Marine Corps because Marines are tough. So you are tough and, and you have the, uh, the makeup, obviously, to deal with tough times and get through trauma, uh, you know, and, and get you on the track you are, you're on now, uh, which looks like it's a great track to be on. Um, Thank you. So congratulations. Yeah. But there's a there's a big difference when between being tough in an environment where you know you're going to get paid on the first and the fifteenth year, medicals covered, and if you get in trouble, there's a lot of people to help you out. It's completely different being on your own, not making any money, not knowing where your next paycheck is going to come from. You know that it, the environment under which you need to be tough is very very different as a as an entrepreneur. But but yeah, it is all that experience though that does add up and. That now today, I feel much better prepared to pursue what I'm I'm out to do, and what I want to do is raise human potential within my lifetime. So, but ultimately, too, the the you know the major difference is that you know my life is committed to God, and it's really I will put in all the hard work, but He's the one opening up the doors, and will ultimately make this come to pass if it's really meant to be for me. That that is that is just great, and I'm I'm so I just love the positive energy coming out of you uh, when you talk. You know, I can I can feel it myself, and I'm sure the people listening uh, can feel it coming through the airwaves too. So, so let's talk a little bit a bit about this current mission of yours. Um, you know, what is what's your goal? Let's start there. So it is, it's to raise your potential. So I have been obsessed with self development my entire life. So I'm going to be 43 this year, next month. <laughs> Best time of your life. Come on. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, and it, it has, it has been, it has been an obsession. And I, what I see happening is people get caught up in loops and that whether it's that self-talk or the beliefs that you had as a child or growing up and the things that have happened to you and we're caught in those stories we're caught in those loops and in order to break out of those loops you have to rewire yourselves like you have to do things that cause you to pause stop 
step out of the loop that you're in. And, and I discovered that no matter how much we talk about it, it doesn't make it happen. It has to be action driven. And then if it's fun and it's more, you know, game-like, then it's even more attractive to us. So when I was coming back out as an entrepreneur, I knew, okay, I need to create something that's going to be fun for people. And that's when I reflected on my journey of first time in your experiences. It's been a lot of fun. So even though I still had hardship and challenges during those years, I was having so much fun that it was just like, oh, didn't matter as much. I would just go back to having fun. So that's what the 365 First Challenge is about, is that I'm out to help people break those loops, rewire themselves, but do so having fun through having first time and new experiences. Let's let's talk a little bit about like the specifics of like you're talking about the loops, you know, breaking these loops. What what type of loops are you talking about when it comes to personal development? So there's multiple loops that that can exist. So one loop might, well, multiple loops within your comfort zones, right? So a fear, everything that's tied to what you're afraid to do for whatever reason you're afraid to do those things. So we have to interrupt that thinking and we got to get you to step outside of it and have a greater understanding of what comfort zones are, what your fears are and what they can mean. And then there's also the loops that you have about your self-talk or, you know, how you view yourself, your, your potential. So we have to rewire that or at least get you neutral, uh, new, because it's very hard to go if you're the type of person that's negative on yourself. It's gonna be very hard for you to flip from being negative on yourself to being positive. Right. So it's a process where let's get you to where you're neutral. Like you stop judging yourself. So if you can just be neutral, that's a good that's a good place to be. And then we'll slowly get you into the more positive, you know, side of the equation as you keep having experiences. So the key to all of this, that you keep having experiences. And as you are, you're having those, we are discussing their impact. We are discussing what you want out of them, how they can shape you. And so you become a lot more mindful so instead of being in the rat race and you don't exactly know what life is about and why you're just doing, 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 doing. Now you become mindful of what you're doing, why you're doing it, how it brings value into your life and how then it starts engaging you with life. And that's where the magic and the beauty starts happening too, because when you start engaging with life, life gives back to you. And now you become co-creators and really incredible things do start happening because your mindset is shifting. The, the people around you will, will change and you're going to be okay with the fact that you are on this path of growth, of development, and that things will not stay the same and you become comfortable with change. Instead of being uncomfortable and avoiding change, now you can embrace it. So it's doing like a lot of shift that are not inherently what humans enjoy doing and getting to the point where you actually do enjoy doing it and you're learning about the brain chemicals that you're releasing in the process. Like you have a clear understanding of how things work. Yeah. Wow. All right. That was a lot of information you just gave us, but, it was, <laughs> but, but great stuff. And some of what you said 
just rings so true to me. I've talked about this with other people too on my podcast here about, you know, I, I call it, you know, being the author of your life uh, versus being, you know, just letting life happen to you, you taking charge and, and writing your own story um, rather than being on the sidelines and, and just watching life go by you. Um, and it's a total mind shift, right? Um, and it doesn't happen overnight. It, it takes practice technique and, but it is really a, a whole paradigm shift if you want to call it that. Um, but it can make such a big difference um, in the way you approach, you know, life divorce, you know, since that's what I focus on uh, in this show and, and how you, you come out of it on the other end um, and approach your post-divorce life. And then you mentioned stuff about fear, um, overcoming fear. Um, and let, let's backtrack a little for a second and, and talk more about that because I think that's really applicable to people going through divorce. Um, and, you know, maybe that was part of your personal situation when you hit rock bottom with your personal relationship. Maybe if you want, you could talk a little bit about that and how the fear plays a role and why you need and why it's important to kind of overcome fear when you're dealing with any real, I guess, any traumatic event, whether it's divorce or a bad relationship or bad marriage. Absolutely. So for me though, so yeah, it, I, I found myself in, in a place of great anger. When, <laughs> normal. And normal. And I think that's something that's probably part of the process. If when you fail and, you know, a divorce, you some many people look at that as a failure, like you fell in the relationship. So you're, you know, there's a lot of anger towards the other party, but then there's probably a lot of anger that you're not yet either pointing at yourself, but at some point you will point at yourself. And then there's fear of the unknown, a fear of what that means, of what's on the other side. So if you've been married for a really long time and you're just not used to being alone and you don't know how you're going to make end meets, like there, so there's a lot around that, that they can, there could be a lot of fear because you don't know what it's going to be like. And ultimately where this really hurts you and hinders your progress and your ability to get through it is because you are imagining the worst. So fear, it's so much more in our minds than it is in reality. So one of the things that I teach in a Maximize Your Journey program is that there's different kind of fear. You have founded fears that I'm afraid of this because it has happened to me and I know what can happen. And then you have unfounded fear where it's just like having a monster under your bed when you were a kid. Your imagination is running wild. You're probably selling yourself short. You know, you, you're making it much bigger than it needs to be. And the only way to stop doing that is you have to be able to like, get a gra- get a hold of yourself, right? Like be able to talk yourself off of those ledges, like bring, bring it back to, okay, what can I do today? Because every little step, 
are going to add up to get you to the other side. You will see yourself through this just like you've seen yourself through other things in the past. And that's one of the best way of dealing with fear is raising your self-awareness and understanding what you are capable of doing. And then, you know, one little bite at the time and stop letting your imagination run wild on like all the worst scenarios. And there's, there's other ways um, to, to work with fear. And, but it is ultimately going to have to start taking those actions and, you know, have confidence in those steps and then taking the next step. And, and people will tell you, I, I, I do the first time storytelling broadcast where people tell their stories. And when they look back, the things that they say is, I kept moving. I kept taking the next step, right? So anytime they found themselves in a difficult situation, it's like, I took the next step. And sometimes it's tough to identify what that next step is. And that's why working with somebody like you is really great. And, you know, surrounding yourself with people who can help you stay focused on what's the next thing that you need to do. and then stops you from having the conversation. So every time you start initiating conversation where you're imagining the worst, you start stopping yourself. The people around you stop, you know, start stopping you. And again, just go back to neutral. Instead of thinking of the worst, can I just be neutral and not think about it? And that's the, that's like in the big picture, some of the, the things that people can do. Yeah, that, that's, that's huge. I was thinking, um, you know, like you said, fear, Fear of the unknown uh, is a big one, right? I think that's really common in a lot of people's people. I, I think it's almost human nature. I'll put my therapist head on for a second. Like it's almost human nature to um, people like predictability um, and, and to know what's going to be. Um, and so, fear of the unknown is a big is a big one, and it's it's hard to overcome. And for people thinking about, I'll bring it back to like the you know divorce for a second people thinking about getting a divorce or in a bad relationship or bad marriage. Um, a lot of times don't want to pull the trigger and start the divorce process because of the fear of the unknown of what will be, what will life be like after divorce? Right. Um, and so it takes a team um, of people like myself and you to tell people and coach them. That's what we do, right. Is coach them through the process to get them to the other side. So they, so they get there because if they don't keep on moving, what happens? Yeah. I mean, if you don't keep moving, then you can get to a depress, you know, a depression. You can, you can just get to a much lower point. I mean, that's something, you know, I suffer from depression for, for years because even though I had a tough mindset, you know, I, I didn't have, I still didn't have the understanding of consistency in action and in, 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 you know, being a body in movement and continue to be a body in movement. So even today with, you know, for me, it's the business, which is the biggest challenge of them all. It's every day. It's like, okay, I, I need to be consistent in taking actions that I know over time are going to pay off. Now, what, you know, in business, can you outlast how long it's going to take before you get your break, right? Do you have the runway? Do you have the money? In the situation of, you know, a relationship, and if you're hesitating, there's a, the grass can be, is 
greener on the other side, but your mindset in the growth development and the process of what you're going to go through is going to be key to that so that you are not the same person on that other side. So if there's a major life event that is triggering serious change in your life, and you're listening to this podcast, which kudos on you, that's a really great first step, then it's making that commitment to yourself that it's going to be tough, it's going to be hard, but I will not be the, other, the same person on the other side. And I am choosing that I'm going to be a better version of myself on the other side. So whatever that process is, let me go through it with that mindset of I'm going to grow, I'm going to learn, I'm going to improve. And I'm going to, you know, thrive. So I, I never tell people to go through something and just survive. Like, I'm, I'm going to thrive. I'm going to figure out how to thrive through that experience because it is happening. You can't stop it. So how can you get the most out of it? And I know it might sound really weird to hear that if you're going through a lot of pain and you're going through a lot of anger. It might be hard to hear that, but know that those possibilities exist with the right support, with the right assistance to, to do that. And therein lies the key, I think, is you know, with the right support, with the right team around you, um, it, it's invaluable, really. Um, you know, friends and family are great, um, but they're not objective. Uh, and and to have objective people uh, there to help you and guide you and help you keep on moving, make the best choices uh, at the time for yourself, like it's huge. And it's hard sometimes for people to see the value in that in the moment, in the pain. Um, but it's not until you know afterwards where they get to a result, a positive place where they're now thriving that they go they look back and they realize how important the process was and what they did was if that makes any sense um and the key is to don't avoid what you're feeling like i wouldn't you know you have to feel what you're feeling right but get through it like and, and if your friends and family are continuing to rehash or they allow you to keep rehashing then you're feeding the loop of continuing to feel the same thing feel what you have to feel with the conscious decision that you want to fill something else. Like, this is how I feel like, and again, re- relating it back to business for me, there are days where I'm frustrated and, you know, I'll scream and yell. <laughs> it's just because it's frustrating. It's not, I've put in so much effort and I'm getting either no results out of it, a very little result. And I'm such a dri- like a result driven person. So I feel the frustration. So I'll feel it, yell, scream, and then I'm like, okay, this doesn't serve me. I need to get, I need to get past this. So that allows me to get past it. So feel what you need to feel, but get past it. And, and people who are, are results-driven personalities, and I'm, I'm sort of like that, um, not the most hardcore, um, but you know, results matter to me, definitely. It, it's having the patience and the consistency to believe in the process, you know, the process can take a while. And again, we don't know how long it's going to take, right? <laughs> the, the unknown. So like having that mindset is, is so important um, because we want it right away. You know, every, everybody wants instant gratification yeah. now with, you know, the way technology is and my, I see it in my daughter growing up, like instant gratification. It's like, if they don't get it, then tantrum hell. 
But, but um, the positive thing, though, when it is about you, so, you know, as far as the legal documents or the legal uh process you probably you know you can't expert like that that that's going to take what it takes but as far as you your personal development through that absolutely you if you're an impatient person you again you can expedite that portion right so anything that is based on and needing to learn or and needing to do i i go because i'm i will not be the link that's holding this back right (laughs) So that you can expedite. So if you're a result-driven person, just understand that you need to put in the hard work, which means you're going to have to go digging into how you're feeling, how you're behaving, and you're going to have to make immediate changes. And then when those bad habits come back, you're going to have to nip them in the butt. But you can aggressively do that. Absolutely. Again, all the other stuff. And that still takes time. That's all I was saying is like that takes it does. It still takes right. time, but it you can make it it can be a lot faster. Oh, yeah. Uh <laughs> you know, than, well, you're in control. You are in control. Exactly. You are in control of that because you're not it's not like in business where you're waiting for other people or you need a break or you need money or you need whatever. This is your personal, you know, growth, your personal journey. And you you can expedite expedite that as fast as, as uh as you're willing to, you know, go through the process. So what would be some of your biggest tips? Um, Cause we're running out of time here, but I want to, I want to talk about this. I think it's important too. Like what would be some good tips you can give people who are going through a divorce? Um, you know, the trauma of a bad marriage, uh, fear of the unknown of post-divorce life. Um, like what would you say to them as far as what they should be doing now in the moment to keep them moving forward and get them to where they want to be? I would say you need to focus on you. Like you need to turn inwardly and you start being about you because something dramatic just happened to you and you need to raise your self-awareness around what that has done to you and raise, raise your self-awareness or reconnect it to who you are. So there's a version of you before you get married. There's a version of you through the, the relationship and the marriage. And then there's the version of you you're creating that is going to exist after this event and onwards. So, you know, take the time to discover who that person is. And one of the ways to do that, we, that's one of the things that I promote the 365 First Challenge, right? Go out and do the things you used to do as a kid that you haven't done in forever to reconnect with what that was like. Explore new things that you've never done and are those things that you would want to introduce in your life into this new person that you're aiming to, you know, develop. Meet new people. That's a really great way as you're meeting new people and, you know, I like this person and this is why. I don't like this person and this is why. Reconnecting with your values and what matters to you. Like this it is. It, this is about you and rediscovering who you are and who you want to be moving forward. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Let's talk about the challenge. Um, what is it and how can people get involved? So you can download the app. It's called hashtag 365 first with an S challenge and it's available on Apple and Android. But how 
not but, but please download the app. But another great way of getting involved with me and with my team of coaches is to join the 365 First Challenge Facebook group. And that's a place where we explore so many different types of topics because so many different people are there and they're at different phases of their lives and they're exploring different first time in your experiences. So you get to come into this hodgepodge of extremely supportive people who are exploring what life has to offer and you can tap into, you know, that network and those people and they're going to be extremely supportive of what you're aiming to do. And so, and it might be a nice break and distraction from everything else to just go in a place where people are, are, you know, out to just live and maximize life and see what it has to offer. And I also, I do the 365 First podcast where I, uh, twice a week, I have someone who tells a first time story. And like I, like I was saying, referring to some of those stories, there's always some great life takeaway. And, it, you know, for some people, it, you know, somebody told a story of the first time he ran the hundred, he tried to run a hundred miles for the first time. Right. And that correlates to life like he pushed himself to the limit and he didn't get it done but here's all the great things that I learned in the process so it's a great right. place to listen to stories get out of your you know day-to-day uh, you know happenings and things that are going on uh, so those are some of the ways you can find Anne Bernard if you look me up on social media or 365 first challenge that, that's awesome the uh, Facebook group um, and before you give, I want you to give the name of the Facebook group again, um, so people know what to search for in Facebook, but the support aspect, I can't overstate that, um, understate that enough. Overstate, understate. One of those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fill in the blank. It's a little bit late. I'm, I'm a little spent, <laughs> but, uh, it's so important, like the support. And I have that in my Facebook group too. Um, you know, finding another positive, positive uh, support group uh, that you can rely on. And it doesn't have to be about divorce. That's why I love this group too, um, because it's about life and it's about doing things, you know, even in the darkest of times, you need a little laughter, you need a little brightness. Um, so you can get that. That, that. This challenge can give that to you if you are looking for some of that. Um, you know, participate. Um, so join the group. I love it. I think it would be really beneficial for people, anybody going through a traumatic event, especially a divorce. But what is the, what should people search for in Facebook? So hashtag three, six, five first F I R S T S challenge. And you will find both the page and the group. So three, six, five first without the challenge is the page and with challenges, the group. And there's, like I said, I'm in there and there's five other next level first coaches. So they're life coaches that are there. And uh, like, it's really, so this week, one of the coaches, they get a spotlight and she's talking about reading and, you know, we did do it yourself. We do vision boards. We do, you know, a lot of different, a lot of different things. And, there's the play-alongs, storytelling, just really a lot happening there. And as you're going through your experience with a divorce, you might, 
you, you're probably going to become conscious of, oh, this is the first time I have to do this, the first time I have to do this. And so it's a great place. And we understand. And while it is a very positive group, and but it's not, you know, some people are going to, some people do share, hey, this is my first time having a car accident and I'm struggling, you know, and I don't know what to do. And, you know, as somebody else who's had a car accident before can be like, oh, by the way, don't do this, this and this. So that's the positive, that's the positive support though. Exactly. That is the positive support. So as you know, you're, you're going through this, it's a great place to come out and it's very, it's a private group and everything is meant to stay with the group members and with the coaches there. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Absolutely. Um, So great. It's other than Facebook and the app, any other, places people uh, should find you yeah you well you can also check out the 365 first challenge uh website so we're on a blog and we have a weekly challenge and and yeah from there you 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 can find me like i said you can always look look me up Google Ann Bernard or Ann Bernard Instagram, Twitter, across social media, if you want to get in touch and and learn Google more at, or get support. Yeah. I just tell people, just Google it. Yeah, just Google it. <laughs> That's my yeah. answer for everything. Just Google it. <laughs> when um, it comes across, I had some bodybuilding years, so there's some pictures oh. out there when you Google that people find. They're like, oh, my God. I'm like, yeah, I do not look like that anymore. <laughs> Is that the same person? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's okay. If you look up my name, Jason Lavoie, there's some uh, guy in Florida who's uh, a championship racquetball player. I was like, yeah. Oh, interesting. I, yeah. I, I like racquetball, but... <laughs> That's not me. Um, awesome. And thank you so much. I thought I think this was a great talk and I, I love the challenge aspect. And so I hope people take advantage of it. And um, thank you so much for being on the show. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. I hope it was helpful for, ev- for everyone that's listening. Oh, I'm, I know it was. I loved it. So hopefully everybody else did too. All right. That was Ann Bernard. And I want you to think about When was the last time you tried something new? Maybe there's something out there that you've been thinking about doing, you've always wanted to do for your whole life, but for some reason, whether it's fear, something else, you haven't done it yet. Well, put it on your list, Um, maybe a bucket list, but let's not wait uh, till the end to do it, right? I think that's what the bucket list is all about. Let's move it up. Let's try to do it now. Do something that you haven't done and... It's all part of your mentality to give you a new perspective on life and your future. So I hope you consider it. That's why I had Ann on the show, and um, I hope it was helpful and a little entertaining. Definitely take advantage of her challenge that she's offering you guys. Now, if you're looking for personal help for your divorce, highly consider doing personal coaching. Uh, with me, Jason Lavoy. Check out my website. You can email me with any questions. I'll be happy to get on a quick call and let you know if I think I can help you. Um, Jason at jasonlavoy.com is the best way to reach me. Subscribe to the podcast if you like what you're hearing. Check out the other episodes. And always feel free. Shoot me an email. Let me know what types of guests that you want on, what kind of topics you want covered. And if you enjoy the show, please, I would love it if you would leave me a kind review on iTunes. In the meantime, all I'm going to ask you to do is be strong, act confident, and stay positive. I'm Jason Lavoie, aka The Divorce Resource Guy, and I'll be seeing you real soon.